I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we're gathered today, the Gubby Gubby people, and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I'm just going to stop it. <laughs> it's going to be like that Simpsons one with it. <laughs> We're like, have you seen where they edit it? <laughs> when they edit one. <laughs> this is going to be a podcast of us laughing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> one where it's like, so you admit you. Touched to a can. I just wish I was better at Simpsons, like True. remembering <laughs> Simpsons, because there's like so many episodes, and there's a few people that I've had that have been very close to me in my life that know them all and then they're always like oh yeah like in the Simpsons we're blah 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 and I'm like "Mm -hmm." mm-hmm I'm like yeah and I'm like the one I remember is like the snake one (laughs) there isn't a snake one yes there is what's the snake where they put the speakers on the ground and then the snakes all come is it the Stevie Wonder one yeah 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 so the Wacking Day one yeah season 4 episode 19 fuck off it actually it actually could be honestly it is (laughs) <laughs> um, Whacking Day Please tell me that was right What did you say? Season 4, episode 19? Season 4, episode 9 Season 4, episode 20 I was very Oh close. my god Very close Why did you know that? Because I watched a lot of Simpsons But like, how do you remember the numbers? What what relevance does the number have? Well, it's season 4, episode 20 But what? <laughs> Why is that what you remember? And then Simpsons episode numbers and postcodes in Britain as my only two towns. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> I've started recording, by the way. Oh <laughs> we, can, we can edit it. Okay. I don't know how, oh. how far and close we you can... Oh, yeah, I kind of keep moving. There we go. Back towards Mike. Yeah. I'm just like... Very s- <laughs> s- sweaty. I'm <laughs> Do you have like a thing? I don't know because I just did this bar practice with Emily. Yeah. My friend Emily is doing bar and she's practicing on me, talking, looking at the microphone like it's a person. <laughs> um, but like, I have this thing with sweat where I just get so uncomfortable that like behind my knees, like I couldn't fully do the workout properly. Like I'd have to stop and be like, mm, like I just can't. And like right now, like the back of my thighs, like very sweaty because I'm on like a wooden painted wooden seat and like in school the school bus there was leather seats yeah and you when you're like going home from school and you just like peel yeah 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 off and those were really hot those seats were always it was disgusting and there was no it wasn't this was like there was no aircon on the bus it was like the ones where you open just like the window yeah yeah so yeah I just have a weird thing with like sweat and textures do you have that? I don't. I don't really notice where I'm sweating at a particular point in time. I don't what? know. Like, I'm sitting... This is a leather... This is leather. Are you wearing leather. shorts? Yeah, I'm wearing shorts. And you're fine. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> this is fine. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not really caught up in the the texture. I don't really notice where I'm sweating. I just get hot and then... That's really weird. I'm so conscious of it. Yeah, right. I actually, like... I started getting conscious of... <laughs> um, my breathing more since I've been meditating 
Um, oh, just like, not through the Wim Hof thing? No, no, not through the Wim Hof thing, but just like through like trying to take notice of like the feeling on your nose as you breathe in and like the feeling on your lips as you breathe out. I yeah, find right. that like really helps me stay grounded when I meditate. Mm. In a similar, like I guess in a similar point as to like noticing sweat on leather. Yeah. <laughs> but in a sense, it's sort of like... A yours lot is of, more positive. Yeah, I guess things I don't generally <laughs> take notice of, but like trying to... I always find it sort of brings me back to where I should be when I meditate. If I think about those specific things, like the feeling on my nose as the air goes in, mm. and like the feeling as it goes out. Maybe I should try that when I'm feeling really conscious of the sweat. <laughs> just start doing it. To just take my... <laughs> to take my mind off it. Yeah. Well... Um, my friend that I'm working with, Billy, he's been reading this book called Breath, and, um... Oh, the James Nestor book? I don't know. <laughs> he's like, I still haven't made it through, and he's always telling me about it. But he said this, like, yeah, this thing where you essentially make yourself, like, hyperventilate. And then it's, like, a lot of people do it who live, uh, like, who live in the cold. And then you can, like affects your nervous system so then you can essentially not wear clothes and be out in the snow and stuff and it's yeah. like your breathing can um control your temperature yeah but he said he was doing it the other day and he's like yeah i thought i'd just try it while i was driving <laughs> <laughs> and then he started to like feel real dizzy and he was like shit like i should not be doing this i actually yeah, i had that conversation with someone last night and they were saying that like you know, they obviously when you do the Wim Hof thing or box breathing, whatever, you can mm. sometimes get a bit dizzy. Mm. But I, I was like, literally thinking, it's like, oh, surely you wouldn't need the disclaimer that you shouldn't do the breathing exercises <laughs> while driving. I was like, surely no one would actually do that. And then, well, he's a smart guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he is. Just um, was trying something out. <laughs> trying something new. Was it like box breathing, or was it like did he explain as to what type of breathing it was? No, I kind of like. I listen. <laughs> I was going to say, you choose your this words happens, carefully. Yeah, this happens a lot when people tell me stories and I'm like, I start quite engaged and then I just get a bit distracted. There's like a little butterfly in my head or something. <laughs> it's like, but no, it's not Wim, it's not Wim Hof. No, no. I think, um, I, think I know the book that he slash yeah. you are referring to. I think it's called Breath. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I think I think that same book also advocates, and Zach Dale would know this, um, mm. like for breathing through uh, your nose instead of out your mouth. Like I think it's like a big. Oh, like only your nose. Yeah, like breathing in through your nose um, for its various benefits. Um, but not out through your mouth. And out in through your nose. I think yeah, in through your nose, out through your mouth. Oh, okay, good. Um, cool. Yeah, and just because it it's far better than breathing in through your mouth like well yeah because if i ever have a blocked nose and i'm sleeping and i breathe in and out through my mouth it's just like a carry-on effect of like dry sore throat for days yeah okay but it's kind of like it's kind of terrifying when you have a blocked nose and you're trying to sleep <laughs> do you not find that i've never and you're like like <laughs> get it in <laughs> because it's not natural to breathe through your mouth it's like then you're just like <laughs> you get the vic stick out you're shoving it up your nose and then this happened to me like two stick. nights ago when i was crying because because <laughs> my mom wouldn't give me a hug 
I literally went up to my room to have a sook and I looked at the clock from 7.59 till 8.33. I didn't move. Just having a little sad think. Because you're not putting any music on. No, it's just silent. I was just sitting there and I was like, well, was it's it, been half an hour. Was it beneficial? Mm, yeah, I'd like calm down at bits and then sometimes I'd have a cry again and then I'd, I was playing with a snotty tissue. <laughs> I'd made it into a love heart from its sogginess. <laughs> and it has like a story, like. Oh, and then I just threw it in the bin. <laughs> I don't want you anymore. I was like, ew. <laughs> then I went and had a bath. Yeah. Watched um. I've watched a show in the bath. What show? Do you do that? Uh, no. Oh, you didn't have a bath. Um, Next we're bringing it out. <laughs> No, I watched that Firefly Lane. It's like that new one with Catherine Heigl and the chick from Scrubs, Elliot from Scrubs. Oh, um, JD's girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, Why do I remember their names? She was also in How I Met Your Mother briefly. Yeah. And she is also in a new show, perhaps the one you're even speaking about, that I saw her yeah. pop up recently. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was like, I think I was up to the last episode. And it was so sad and I just started crying again. Yeah. I just went into the bath to like soothe myself and I just like cried my eyes out. But it's like, it's a pretty good series. It kind of, um, it goes through when like three periods of time, when they're a kid, when they're like in their twenties and then present day. Yeah, yeah. But, um. Who's Catherine Heigl? Oh, she's in like all those rom-coms. Well, she was in all those. She is in so many rom-coms about weddings. She was like was 27 Dresses. My knowledge of rom-coms. 27 Dresses, The Ugly Truth. Um, <laughs> she's in heaps of them, but there's more that are to <laughs> do with reckons. weddings. I always see them. She's always in a wedding dress or something. And I'm like, do certain actors just get like, they're like, oh, that's a role for Catherine Heigl. Or does she like project, is she like auditioning for these roles? I don't know. Like, I think, she would just get typecast as that person. It's the same with Matthew McConaughey, right? Like, But he went through the McConaissance. What the fuck is the McConaissance? The McConaissance is he started out doing rom-coms and like did a full career flip and went into like True Detective and then Dallas Bias Club, Magic Mike. So she, so she, hasn't, has, she hasn't had a McConaissance, McConaissance mission? No, no. Who else is... Steve Carell's kind of done a McConaissance. Is it named after Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, because he was, like, known for, like, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, like, that one with Jennifer Lopez and blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, and then he, like, flipped. And because remember he was, like, really hunky. He was, like, um, I remember mum being, like, I, I saw Matthew McConaughey running on Noosa Beach. Like, there was, like, this thing where he was running on Noosa Beach. Oh, and it was right when he was, like, peak hunk. And then, yeah, and then he, like, got really skinny for Dallas Buyers Club and stuff, and that's kind of when he moved into more Oscar territory. Mm. But, yeah, Steve Carell's done it a little bit. Uh, who else? I guess, would Jim Carrey technically be? I don't know. Hmm. Oh, well, but he always did, like, funny and then kind of funny sad. Yeah, yeah. But I guess it wasn't really, like, drama, was it? No, there's someone, there's another actor that I can't quite put my tongue on who also is like i don't want to say robert pattinson yeah definitely good time good time is so good it was such a good time i mean it was a terrible time yeah i literally <laughs> had anxiety attacks like i had to like stop and like have valium and be like 
all right, I want to push through because this is a good movie. Like, I didn't even make it the whole way through Drive. Have you seen Drive? Didn't we see that together? No, No, I've never never pushed through. I've tried to watch it two times. It just gets, like, too, like, stressful and violent. Like, Drive with, um... Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. And, like, I want to love it because I love the soundtrack. Yeah. And I'm like, I've tried. I can't believe you haven't seen the whole thing. I know. It's not that violent besides... I mean, I did watch The Shining the other day. I got forced into it. And I made it through. The Shining's... It's... I think I took... I kind of took the piss a bit because I was like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, scary movie, and, like, tried to laugh things off and be like, huh, because it's, like, 80s. Yeah. I don't know. I I think the the most horrendous thing about a lot of those films, including Stanley Kubrick films, is, like, the the blatant misogyny that is kind of littered throughout it. Like, the way that, you know... Well, I heard about how she was, um... Like, treated in the actual yeah, process they made her do that scene with the um the baseball bat like was it like 97 times or something yeah yeah and like stanley kubrick's like insane like yeah. as a director and just like berated her yeah uh, throughout that whole role but yeah like i don't know there's just so many like things that i just like hate the sound of like particular terms and that are used throughout yeah. so many 70s and 80s films i'm like oh my god like yeah that's my head in i mean you could even notice the difference between like Something in the early 2000s. Yeah, like, um, now. uh, Wedding Crashes, I think, is oh, like really? pretty, I don't know, I can't remember. I watched, actually, we watched Austin Powers the other night, and Oh, it's no, like, there would be heaps of it. It's pretty trash. Like, I was like, I look at it through, like, nostalgic yeah. lens, I'm like, oh, yeah, and it's like, when I watch it, it's like, man, this is just, like, not mm. good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do you, like, give it an exception, because... Of the nostalgic value. Yeah. Well, I'm, no, I don't. Like, I just couldn't finish it. I was like, this sucks. Really? Which one? The first one. Who's the... The blonde... The Brit- no. The one... Is she a Spice Girl? I don't know. Wait, was Jerry Halliwell in it? No. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> the British girl. Or are they all British? No, I think they're all British. Like, the one where she... I was going to say oh. the one where she's British. <laughs> the uh. one... I can't I think. swear her name's Vanessa in the movie. And she's blonde. No, she's not blonde. I don't know where I got that from. Oh, the long... I think hair. Yeah. Like, yeah, something. Yeah, I think I know. Parts of it had value, but, like, I just was like, oh, God, it just... Mm. Comedy doesn't age too well a lot of the time. That's true. Yeah. Actually. And so, I guess watching those movies back that you thought were so funny at the time, you're like, wow, this is yeah. no longer funny as an adult. Well, what was, um... I was saying to someone the other day, I read this thing um, about 10 Things I Hate About You being, like, a really strong feminist rom-com. Yeah. And that's, like, stood the test of time. Yeah, true. Because it's all, like, the female characters are super strong. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and like, funny because I loved that movie so much that I don't know how familiar you are with it, but there's, like, this scene where Kat, the older sister, is, like, sitting on the balcony after she's had, like, a fight thing with Heath Ledger and her dad comes out to talk to her and she's like sketching and she's like sitting on the little like veranda balcony thing and then I would go and try and like sit myself up onto our little like veranda like the fence part and try and draw and just like be her (laughs) (laughs) it's like I don't know how old I was but I was like that's kind of cool because that proves that um they have influence and that was like a good one because I was like oh yeah she chooses whatever she wants like and I guess she struggles with the idea that 
because she thinks a man won't make her happy, but then turns out Heath Ledger would. Mm. So, but she was like, well, fuck it, like, I'll just do whatever I want. And that's, that's the point. Yeah. She does whatever she wants. And that's what makes her happy. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, not many movies have that. Even like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of, lot of modern movies are still like I mean I didn't watch the Charlie's Angels the new one oh it's so bad but I just assumed it was going to be so bad not good I don't even remember what happens yeah and I watched it last year yeah but yeah no that was shit yeah there's but Alien is a good film with a strong female lead you haven't seen Alien no well it sounds a bit scary doesn't it (laughs) It's no scarier than The Shining. It came out in, I think, seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I did what? Well, I haven't finished it because I was with a friend and we fell asleep. Blade. Oh, Shining. Oh, no, Blade. Blade. It took me until last year to watch Blade. Actually, I think I... Yeah, maybe last year or the year before, yeah. I also watched Blade. It's so good. And I think There's I so s- many, like, catchphrases. And there's so many good, like, music. Or so much good music. Yeah. I think. That's just, like, the opening scene. Yeah, Like, yeah. that blood rave. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, so I need to finish that. Is that Wesley Snipes? I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, But also, thinking about Heath Ledger, I watched Two Hands the other day. Have you seen that? No. It's like this Aussie, like, crime drama thing with Rose Byrne and Heath Ledger, but they're, like, so young. So, so young. And it's all around, like, Sydney. And it was... They're not drug addicts in it, are they? Uh, no. Am I thinking of basketball? No, they're like, um, it's like, crime, like, he does little crimes. He's, he's, he does little crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give it away. Um, doing little crimes. Doing little crimes. <laughs> but, um, it was like, it was honestly one of the best movies I've seen in a really long time. Like, it was, I'm not, I don't like to recommend see- things to people because I, get scared they're not going to like it. Do you know that? Yeah, no. I don't know. Are you ever, like, tentative to recommend something to someone because you're like, oh, they might not actually like it? Yeah. Yeah, well, this is one where I'm like, nah, two hands I can recommend to anyone. (laughs) Yeah. Anyone and everyone. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I'll um, I'll actually add that one to the list. Yeah, have you got Letterboxd? What's Letterboxd? Oh, it's like where you log... The movies that you watch and you get them. Oh, reviews. you were talking about this recently. It's like Goodreads for movies, right? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I mean, I did make the mistake of go- reading some reviews and then going to see the movie that I was going to see and the reviews weren't very good. And then my my view of the movie was potentially tainted. Yeah. So that was a bit... But yeah, you can just like, you just kind of keep a track of all the movies that you've watched and then you give it a little review. Yeah, cool. Um... And you can add stuff to a watch list and you can follow your friends. Nice. I think I'm into alternative social media right now. Like well, Strava. <laughs> Letterboxd. What, what Strava are people watching? What are people doing exercise? Strava can, is not an alternative. You can post a picture of where you've been. You can no, but it's like, like it like it's, it's, and comment. Yeah, but isn't it just social media? It's not really an alternative. Oh, well, it's like a healthy one. <laughs> There's something <laughs> in my eye, things. by the way. <laughs> crying about that movie. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I only, something um, flew into my eye. Uh, do you want water? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pour water into my eye. 
Um, I haven't started watching uh, good films again recently. Yeah, same. Yeah. I went through a period where I was just like off it. I was like, no, I don't want to watch something that's going to make me sad. Or... Yeah, same. I like literally was like, I just want to watch really terrible movies. Maybe it was COVID. No, I was doing it well before COVID. Oh. <laughs> it's been years, Grace. Years. Actually, oh, actually, yeah, a couple of years, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, like I just remember in like ages ago, just watching films that were really heavy. Like back in my yeah, time. and it was like, oh yeah, I was like right into it, and then just I think I just outdid myself, mm. and then just stopped watching them for ages because I just was like, I don't want to feel bad. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like I was always like, I don't want to watch something that's going to make me scared. I don't want to watch something that's going to make me sad, unless there's like a very specific movie on at the cinema. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I think something that kind of got me out of it was now that like. Studio Ghibli movies are on Netflix. I've been watching them and they've kind of like, because I always just had this fear. I'm like, they're going to be like really emotional and sad and make me really anxious because something bad's going to happen. Mm. But then I was like, oh, well, they're just like so interesting and creative. Yeah. And then I think that kind of like, because I started to feel really strong emotional connections to them, then I started craving more of that. Deeper connections to film. Yeah, because that's like the point of film, right? Is it's generally like designed to make you feel something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, mm. Instead of just being like, Adam Sandler hitting girl balls or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I was like, I guess so afraid of that. It's like genuinely feeling mm. things. I was like, oh, I don't want to feel sad or like <laughs> anything bad. It was like, only just watch Kevin James movies. Do you know who Kevin James is? No. Like, you know, Paul Blart Morkop. What? Paul Blart Morkop. Oh, Morkop. I actually haven't seen it. Seen the poster. No, 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 not Morkop. Oh. Paul Blart Morkop. I think. What are you saying? Not more rats. Are you thinking more ads? No. <laughs> I'm just not stopping talking. <laughs> Paul Blatt Morkop. You know where he's like... Is Paul Blatt someone's name? <laughs> it's like he's speaking gibberish. Is it someone's name? Paul Blatt? <laughs> Paul Blatt Morkop. <laughs> Is Morkop the name of a movie? <laughs> Paul Blart, Morcott. But what? <laughs> what is it? It's a movie. Oh, uh, like that's the whole title. Paul Blart, Morcott. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I think it's called Paul. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it yeah, might no. even just be called Paul Blart. Is it like, is, it, is the picture like a guy in like a sheriff's kind of thing and Sonny's? No, no, no. It's like Kevin James. Yeah, well, we're back to square one of you trying to explain Kevin James and me not knowing who it so, is. get this. Kevin James, actor, friends with Adam Sandler, one of those, yeah, okay. like, one of those mm-hmm. people. Makes sense. Who's seen all those movies. Is he tall and thin or short and stocky? Because short I have two views in my mind. Okay, well, then I might know who it is. Is his hair kind of like a gingery uh, blonde? How do you not know who Kevin James is? It's like oh, it's I'm the, usually quite good at this. He's like, <laughs> have you seen Grown Ups? Yeah, but like I hated it so much. Yeah, I mean that I don't like it. I've blocked any plot point yeah. from my memory. I feel like that's why I like watching those movies because they're just so terrible. Yeah, but, but there's a point. Actually, there was a. There's a point where you tick over and say, "Not nah, <laughs> turning it off." Yeah, that's true. There's, to to digress, <laughs> I will come back to Paul Blart Morcott starring Kevin James. Um, <laughs> There was a really good podcast that I listened to ages ago, uh, and it was these two New Zealand guys watching, um, I think Grown Ups 2, I think it was Grown Ups 2? Yeah. Like, 
over and over again until like they descend into <laughs> madness like and it's actually super funny they're really really was good. it like a, a weekly thing or was it just something that went for like 15 hours no it was a weekly thing and just like each week they would watch it again and just and they were like doing like back. commentary yeah yeah and talk about it like they weren't watching it at the same time as they, oh, were, like, gotcha, talking. Gotcha. they would just like watch it and then talk about it yeah right watch another watch it again and talk about it and it was just like <laughs> it's actually really really funny um yeah. But anyways, Paul Watt Morco is Kevin James. Fuck <laughs> oh, Kevin James. Um, yeah, he's like he is a Morco, and I really think that a, my what the, poster picture description is the right one. I have to bring it up because yeah, I think people are like, why would you talk? I was about to, this to be like, I was about to be like, for all the viewers at home, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Um, Paul Blart. I was like, that's the Simpsons. Oh, okay, no. Yeah. Look, actually, yeah, but I was picturing kind of I was picturing the bottom half of that, absolutely. Yeah. But no, then so, I pictured no, so a head so. turning a different way and Sonny's and a different head on that body. What movie do you think you were thinking of? It's this guy. He's like an annoying American. Oh. I'm never like, I'm actually never going to be able to. Unless I see him come up in something in like the next week, I'll report back. Kevin James. Well, now I know who he Kevin is. Kevin Saunders. Kevin Smith. Kevin Spacey. There's a lot of Kevins. Yeah, there is. Those are the only four I know. Oh, okay. All right. Well, fine. Kevin's Kevin Hart. Ba- Did you say name. Kevin Hart? No, Kevin Hart. Oh no, he's good. Yeah. Kevin is a bad name though. My uncle's called Kevin. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's a right name. Kevy. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin's yeah. fine. Kevin. Yeah. I had a French pen pal called Kevin. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes it a bit nicer if he's French, hey? But so he probably says, why would like, he be called Kevin? It's probably pronounced differently. I was about to try, but... <laughs> they probably pronounced Kev- Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but even Kevin in French sounds bad. It sounds fine in Australian, I guess. In Australian? <laughs> <laughs> or like when someone says, like, colloquially, Kevin. What? Kevin. What was this? Kevin! <laughs> I missed like the whole first bit of that sentence. You said like all my friends on Wednesday? <laughs> Good band name. All my friends on Wednesday. I like it. Actually, my dad goes out for drinks with his friends on Wednesday nights. All my friends on Wednesday. It could be Dad's Ben. That could be the name of the podcast. Well, it's, it's... I think it's going to be friend, the friends we keep. But all my friends on Wednesday. Oh, it's, oh, it's Friday. But, I mean, no one else? it's Wednesday somewhere. They don't know. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it can be Wednesday somewhere. <laughs> Could be. Because we're, like, well into Friday. What if it... If, okay, hypothetically. <laughs> if we're reading a book, the novel says it's Wednesday. Mm. Oh, and then and you believe immersed, it. And you're immersed in the novel. Yeah, you do. You just think, I'm in Wednesday in the book. You just got Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> Title of the podcast, Kevin James. You just got Kevin James. The Friends We Keep with Tom Braddon. Kevin James. No, I'll rework. Oh, oh. Kevin James with Present, Thomas Braddon. Kevin James presents All My Friends on Wednesday featuring Grace with special guest, Timmy Burton. <laughs> Timmy Burton. Timmy Burton. Oh. oh, my God. Had this conversation with someone the other day. Yep. Need to know. People's names... 
that get shortened to a nickname that have nothing to do with the original name. Why? Love it. Best thing. But like, James goes to Jimmy. Uh, William to Bill. That makes a bit more sense. Um, Richard Dick. Like, why? So you mean... Like, you know when people have, like, there's, like, a typical nickname for an actual name, but it's a completely separate name. No. I mean, I'm sure they've had their, there's probably roots. But, like, why does James go to Jimmy? Jimmy. James. James, Jim. 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 James, Jim. And, like, Richard to Dick makes no sense where did dick come from well i don't know <laughs> this is like, <laughs> like i'm never gonna get to the end of this um yeah, yeah well i mean it could and there's there's a few well like william uh, to bill makes sense because will bill i mean yeah kind of will bill bill will what, what's another one um is there one for like uh, well, a lot of some people called Simon are called Sim. Simmy, yeah. I mean, Sim, Simmy. Well, the funny friend. thing is, so our friend Maddie, <laughs> Maddie Boyd, Who? she, Madeline Boyd, <laughs> a mutual friend of uh, Thomas and mine. Her um, her boyfriend's called Simon, but she just always said Sim to me, so I just like thought his name was Sim, and then I was like, so. Is his actual name Simon? She goes, yeah, but I just decided to call him Sim because I had a bad experience and I didn't like this other person I know called Simon. <laughs> so she just made it up and now, like, his parents, like, no one else calls him Sim, but she's just, like, ma- like that's what I thought his name was because when you're introduced to someone by their nickname, you just think that's their name. Yeah. Like, in true. school, there was a kid called Chester, but his actual name is Hayden. Do you remember that guy? I do, yeah. Yeah. I thought his name was Chester. Legit. Until like year eight. Yeah. Those good birds. Yeah. Did you find out? Oh, uh, no, I didn't look. I just, oh. <laughs> just checking your phone. Yeah, like, no, I was, I was going to look and I was like, no, I'm going to panic on, on cue. I'm going to be like, fumbling. <laughs> my hands are sweating trying to open my phone. Knees weak, arms are sweating. Wait, what? No, because I'm going to Palms are sweaty, that's what. Yeah, I was going to type in where does dick come from and. <laughs> I don't know what I, I really don't think that's going to have a positive is, um, search history. What I, what I can say, what is the correlation between Dick and Richard? Yeah. Is that the correct? Probably term? Richard and Dick, but... Uh, yeah, Richard and <laughs> Dick. But it, oh, this is probably a movie, isn't it? How on earth did Dick become short for Richard? Oh, there we go. There's a whole story in it. Oh, dear. Um, not that I'm going to read it out loud, because that would take up way too much of our precious listener his time. I reckon they're having fun out um, there in the future. <laughs> future, future you. This could come out. When when do you plan on putting this out? Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to like give it. <laughs> you just have to listen to it and be like, edit maybe. So trash. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe I, I'll trial it out. I'll say, hey, does anyone want to have a little listen? And uh, yeah, well, I mean, I would listen to me. <laughs> well, you're like, Actually, it's good because would. when I do music and stuff, like I know I can send it to you, but you're always just like so supportive. Yeah. Well, um, then I wonder, does he really like it? What do you really think? Mm. 
Maybe I'll need to get a critical person. Actually, no, you did give me some constructive feedback. It wasn't critical. It was constructive. Yeah, I also have critical feedback. I mean, you or constructive. Don't say critical. I'm scared. (laughs) This is why no one can... (laughs) This is why no one can actually give me critical feedback. I'll just crumble up. I've I've been thinking about... I've been thinking about this recently (laughs) about... uh, If I was to... Because I usually have, like, friends who mix... Or, like help me or master my jeans I should say and and help me mix them uh, on on occasion but I was thinking I was like oh maybe like I need to send it to someone I don't know just so mm. I can have a strictly like business relationship where I'm not afraid to be like actually I want this change yeah not that there's anything been wrong with the mixes or masters I've had they've all been great but like if there was to be something that needed change I would find mm. it difficult to voice that concern yeah especially when it's sort of like mates rates and it's like you know yeah um, well, that's actually the good thing about the songs I've been doing. My friend Nathan is, like, learning how to mix. And so, <laughs> you're creaky. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but he's also, like, very... Um, he, has no, he has no shame in, like, telling me what he thinks I should do with the song and stuff. And, like, he's like, personally, I think this sounds <laughs> better. But yeah. Blah, blah. So that's why I sent it to you. And then the other person I'll send it to is Dom. Yeah. Because he's very critical. Yeah. He has no fear. Even though, like, I remember a few Christmases ago, I was like, this is my older brother. I was like, everything you say, like, means so much. So, like, when you're mean to me, <laughs> when you say something that's, like, a judgment or, like, making a quick comment, it doesn't just, like, go over my head, like, to someone else. Like, to me, I'm like, this is the person I look up to. And then they're just, like, saying this mean comment. And I had to have a big chat about it. What was his response? Oh. I don't think he got it straight away, but then I, like, cried a bit. And then I think it came up, like, two years later, and then we've been good ever since. Nice. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah. But, um... I guess that's what's good about the, like, as someone who is, like, a good mixing engineer, mm. like Dom is, it's, like, good to get that legitimate feedback. Yeah. In, in that regards, into your mixes as well. Like, but then at what point does it become about the mix or become about the actual song? Like, how the song's written, what it's about, what it sounds like. Are you open to that sort of critique? Well, seeing as I say I am, but then I wouldn't actually want to go back into it. Because once I've, like, like, if I've made a song, I'm kind of like, yep, done, I'm done with it. I don't want to go back to it. Which is probably really dumb because I could probably make a lot better music. <laughs> I I agree with you. Like I I'm the same. That's why I did that project recently, and that was the the premise of it. Right? It was just like all one take, Jake. Like it was ah. just like, like one take for everything. Yeah. Because I feel like that's what my writing. Like so many people are similar in that aspect where they'll write something and they don't want to really. They don't know how yeah. to go back and rectify it, or it's like they don't want to lose what they have or the feeling they mm. might have had. I think I'm just lazy though. Yeah, mine's like a mine's like a one day, one day time limit. Yeah, I think a lot of people are the same. Yeah, but then I guess maybe that's mm, yeah. People that like some people are really finicky and they will never release it because they're always tweaking it. Yeah, and that just pisses me off. Yeah, it's usually yeah like the Ableton stuff. Hey. Yeah. I mean, that's the issue is we can make infinite tweaks and never know yeah. when it's finished. Well, yeah, like the issue I'm having, like I've written a synth line. It's like... Dun, 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 And then like, because I'm literally tapping my fingers on the keyboard, like dun, 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 like this. And then obviously you naturally kind of 
go a bit out of time sometimes. And then when you try and put drums in and their hardware as well, it doesn't always sync up and then it's just like a bit, seems like a bit sloppy, but then maybe I like that. Yeah, that's also the thing when I was listening to your song. Is it like, goes out. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, there's that, but then at the same time, is it supposed to be like that? Because it kind of, you know, mm-hmm. it, it fits the, I guess, the lyrics in a sense. It's like things kind of, I don't know. Like, yeah, but then to the average listener, are they just going to be like, oh, this is a bit shit? Yeah, I don't know. And that's... <laughs> it's like I have to have a little, like, artist statement yeah, next to yeah. it. Being like, the reason for this is this and this. I know, and that's sort of why I did, like, I wrote that little mini bio thing for mine. It was because of the same thing. It was like, you know, it's supposed to be... Yeah. Everything as is. Like, it's not supposed to be perfect, and it's supposed to be just like, here's how I felt in the moment. Here you go. Yeah. Like, I've done my best to shape everything else around that. Mm. But here's, here's what encapsulates that specific moment in time. Yeah, because I guess we do get really bogged down at being, like, perfectionists. Yeah. Mm. I find it's, as well, like, I find it's, for me, I found this particular idea and the idea of not finishing something completely Mm. or, like, perfecting it is it's easier to put out because if it's met with criticism, it's like, oh. Well, I didn't. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Well, I was just about to ask you, like, what you think about, because I know, like, I do music for me. But also, um, I don't know why I just always want to, like, put it out. I think maybe it's, like, because a lot of the music I'm writing now is, like, very emotional. It's helping me process something that I'm dealing with. If I don't actually put it out to the public, it's, like, it's still sitting with me, maybe. And, like, when it's actually out and people have seen it, then they've seen, like, from an outside view what I'm going through. And then that maybe helps me, like, be, like, okay, it's out of my body. Mm. physically but it's like some people will have just hundreds of songs sitting on their computer and just never release them because they just don't want to but yeah yeah i don't know what do you reckon i yeah well i mean i was having this discussion recently where it's like um the i don't know the sometimes i find it's just best whatever's most cathartic I guess in mm. sense, like if, if you feel good about it then and you want to share that with everyone that's really cool like I think it's a part of you I don't know I, I found my goalpost became less about it being a cathartic thing mm. in the moment and being like oh this feels good I'm getting emotions out and it just became I want to have something to show people yeah and it's like I want to and I want it to be cool and show mm. people that I feel a particular type of way yeah and I just so people know how I feel or whatever and I've expressed that but then yeah it changed from it being about the song itself to here's I want it released and I want people to hear it but it doesn't exist and I want it to exist but I want to get there as quickly as possible mm. and so it's like and yeah. then I kind of rent, hit this wall where it's like doing the same thing over and over again and, not, and expecting different results but because mm. of that. So then I decided to like shift the goalpost. Yeah. To move it to like, I don't know, something a little bit different or design a different concept around it. And that's how I was able to put that, that music out mm. as well. But yeah, I find, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say with like what feels best when it comes to like releasing music or writing music. Well, yeah, I guess because like, I've got different projects. Like with Rebel Yell, it's all about being like tough, strong, blah, blah, blah. So you put out 
and also I release that for more like this is a release this is like kind of what I'm expected to do then I can tour it and blah 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 whereas with soft touch stuff it's like I feel like it's almost more important to me to get out because I'm like hey this is how I'm actually feeling this is a lot more of a representation of me um and yeah yeah kind of there's less expectation on it and I can literally just put out whatever I want and be like yeah. I don't care if you don't like it whereas Rebel Yell's got this like people expect a certain thing yeah and I think yeah I do think that's really important to be able to do that is to like put that music out for people um, yeah and like and let people know how you feel like it's just like in so many ways that it's so easy for things to go by the wayside and not talk to people about how you feel but mm. like the only way you can do it is express it through music and then you can put that out and people can sort of almost be with you at a distance and kind of empathise. Yeah. Well, I think because that's the thing, like, people stopped kind of, like, I, I think I said it earlier, maybe to Jade, that um, it seems like this kind of, like, when you go through a breakup, there's, like, a quota of time yeah, yeah, where yeah. people still care. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, she should be over it by now. Yeah. But when you're, like, really struggling still and no one's really, like checking in or no one wants to talk about it anymore because it's like kind of a bit repetitive um then at least you can like put out this music and people can hear it and be like oh shit like she's still really like this is still really affecting her on a very deep level because she's like publicly singing and writing about and putting it out there yeah yeah and i yeah i think that's yeah i think the best you know like introverted people like i guess Mm. no i am to an extent yeah I don't know I honestly don't know if I'm in or out (laughs) in here and out Um, yeah I guess it depends it's circumstantial right Um, but yeah I I find that's sort of the best way I've been able to express myself is having Mm. an instrument in hand like I've always found parties or like talking to people I've always felt comfortable holding an instrument or doing the music thing or DJing away from people because I'm just so Mm. afraid but like to talk to people in case the conversation derails or whatever it is. And so by having that means of like, oh yeah, I can put music out that makes me feel a certain way and yeah. that reflects how I feel, hopefully people would respond to that. Yeah, um, that's true. Uh, but yeah, that's what I find. Just like, that's the outlet when you kind of can't speak with people specifically. Yeah. Um, or you don't that makes sense. can't express it in words. It's like, here's the music, here's how I feel, mm. hopefully you can empathise with it. Like, I don't know if people even need to, like, necessarily, I don't know, it's, if you don't get that communication with someone, at least if they listen to it, you kind of feel that connection. Yeah, it's kind of like you're just telling people, hey, like, this is how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah. Yeah, that's true. To be able to do. I think that's why I'm in a bit of a hurry to get this out. Yeah. I just want to, like, do, like, five songs and just, like, put it out there. Yeah. And, um. And then, you know, start my therapy. Yeah. Well, it is kind of therapy, right? Like. Yeah, well, but it's that thing where you, like, go to bed at night and then you just, like, can't and then you get your phone out and you just write, like... Yeah. I don't even write just, like, thoughts now. I just write lyrics. Yeah, that's good, though. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And then I'll come and be like, all right, I want to use these and then I have to form a song. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think that's really cool. Mm. But, yeah, you know, I... Yeah, I find the smallest amount of feedback with music 
if you put mm. effort into it or put a piece of yourself into it, I find like even the smallest feedback is really nice. You know, like yeah, if it's, it's if released. it's positive, yeah, positive feedback. Of course, yeah. I'm yeah. petrified to put this stuff out. Yeah, yeah, with good understanding because it's like a piece of you, <laughs> and it's like oh, this is yeah, the most intimate, vulnerable right? I've ever been. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard. Like I find it hard to write vulnerable lyrics because I'm like, oh, what if fucking whoever I know listen to it and like what a dickhead <laughs> yeah fully and it's so like, like oh it's about me yeah yeah or, or just like think that it's like these lyrics are terrible like yeah you know, it's like like stop doing what you're doing <laughs> yeah and it's like and those are the feel like, like those things that I associate when I'm writing lyrics I'm like oh yeah that's mm. gonna be received with mockery or like so, that's probably know. why I put so much effects on my <laughs> yeah and that's saying like a lot of time like yeah. slow down slow down or yeah deep and reverb or like really low in the mix just because it's like cool mm. no one can hear it now but technically <laughs> i put it out <laughs> yeah it's like i put it out there and yeah yeah well yeah i'm actually i'm gonna do like a little lyric zine with this one yeah cool this is one where i'm like i want people to know the lyrics <laughs> yeah 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 but um yeah i think i'm gonna go diy on it yeah i think that's a great idea mm. Especially if you release the lyrics, I think that's even cooler. Like with a zine. Yeah, just draw it all out and little little one. Yeah, because a lot of the time they don't people don't put lyrics with whatever they put out if they're like an independent. Well, that used to be my favorite thing as a kid. Reading the lyric books. Yeah. Yeah, same. I would sit there read the lyrics. I would actually. <laughs> I would go on the internet and print them out in like on A4 sheets and then I'd have like display folders you know like A4 display folders and I would put all my lyrics in there and then I'd just sit in my room and listen to music and flip through my little lyric book and sing yeah cool I don't know if other people did that no I usually just had the lyric books themselves that if they had the lyric books or I would look it up yeah yeah. like I mustn't have been buying the CDs like what was I doing with the lyric books yeah done Pirate Bay (laughs) no would have been hot but it's like I specifically remember Avril Lavigne in this situation. I'm like, I would have had a CD. Well, so this was like 2003 spec. Are you talking about? That's a very specific time for you knowing about Avril Lavigne. Came out in 2003. How do you know that? Prove me wrong. Why are you so good with numbers? (laughs) Postcodes and (laughs) years. That's amazing. Is it? The one that's got um, I'm With You. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the like. The self-titled debut. Yeah. Um, you know it's also weird is people making a comeback purely because they're nostalgic oh yeah like in that Rebecca Black Friday thing with Dorian Electra yeah they had 303 who's that remember the like 303 like (laughs) um (laughs) I that you would know them like they were in that song with Katy Perry they were like fucking terrible oh um like it looks like that you know that no uh did starstruck with Katy Perry starstruck no I don't remember that one uh, anyways what about you gotta go back to Avril Lavigne yeah so I'm looking it up I've got oh okay yeah I, I, I got rid of some of my tabs I have now you're still 40, on the safari tabs. yeah yeah not even on the chrome I do have chrome lyric books and Avril Lavigne but then oh people making a nostalgic comeback yeah Avril Lavigne I heard a song from her the other day with this like not like metal group what's like another genre that's like 
you know, like, <laughs> can't yeah. do it. Real emo. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and she's on that. And, like, I think, you know when all those tours started happening? <laughs> At first it was, like, S Club 6. And then it was, like, yeah. S Club 5. And then it just go down to, like, S Club 3. Yeah. One of the like, Hanger Boys. <laughs> yeah. I reckon if it was three S Club members, it'd be, like, John. Jerry Hallowell. She's in the Spice Girl. She, one of the girls looks like Jerry Hallowell from S Club 7. Did Hannah? Did the show? Oh, yeah. I watched S Club 7 in Miami, S Club 7 in LA. I'm just trying to think. No, it'd be John, Paul, and, like, maybe Tina. Yeah. That would be my pick for the three. Would not know what they look like. Well, I had a cat called Jenna. Because it's S Club 7. Yeah. Wait, who's... T- oh, hold on. <laughs> Oh no, there was seven. It's called seven. Yeah, there was yeah. also Jenna. And I had one also called Rachel. Named after Rachel from S Club Seven. From Friends. Rather from S Club Seven. From S Club Seven, no. <laughs> Not even from Friends. From S Club Seven. She's my favourite. That is loose. Yeah, I know. But then weirdly when Jenna had kittens, um like I called one of them Rachel, but the other one was just like Moonlight. Because <laughs> she was all white. So I don't know. Moonlight's good name. Must have just really thought that one was a Rachel. Maybe <laughs> Rachel, I feel like, was a popular name in the 2000s. Probably because Probably of... because of Rachel from Friends, not the Rachel that you, <laughs> you named the cat after. From not, not the bad Rachel. Um, uh. That album came out in 2002, but in my defence, mm. the last of the singles came out in 2003, and we probably wouldn't have received it in Australia. It wouldn't have gained <laughs> momentum until 2003 because it was on a So Fresh 2003 CD. So. Oh, okay. All right. I believe one of benefit of the doubt there yeah I don't know if that's the right <laughs> so, I'm not very good you know when you like say a saying or a word and yeah. you're like hmm <laughs> I said one to mum the other day and I was like did I use that word right and she's like yeah I was like sick and that just like kept on the conversation I'm super paranoid <laughs> I'm super paranoid around certain friends about what words I use just in case I use them incorrectly Oh, like intelligent friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to be worried with me. Uh, well, no, I am, but like, <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like I use a lot of big words around you. <laughs> An indication of our friendship. As to because I'm a high school teacher. Thank you. I know. Yeah, much. I'm saying because I maybe I'm afraid to use them because oh, I'm I, that was what oh, I was okay. to. Oh yeah. Who knows? I'll take it. I mean, I was insulting myself because I'm not very good at big words, so. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, have you ever watched Speaking of Friends? Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Have you ever watched The Odd Couple? No. So it's Matthew Perry from Friends. Yeah. Like the worst character. Yeah. And (laughs) so he's in The Odd Couple and it's the greatest show. All right. It's like... Is it new? I'm being serious, but like it's it's no, it's it's pretty terrible. But it's got um, Matthew Perry and who's the guy from Forty again? His friend. Forty again. This this is Forty. No no. Um, Paul Rudd. Thirteen again. Thirteen again. Matthew Perry. Seventeen. Oh, seventeen again. Seventeen. Oh, the like the sidekick guy that's like a magician or something. Yes. Um. It's those two. Ah, uh, I did like. Did this come from Seventeen again? Yeah, I believe it would have. Eventually. Love that rom com. Yeah, well. Love that film. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty sus that film. 
The teacher oh, yeah. was like a 12 year old. Oh, that happens in so many, doesn't it? <laughs> no. Well, no. Easy A. See, I know so many wrong. Easy A. Phoebe from Friends is the principal who starts sleeping with a kid from school who's actually technically a year older yeah. because, yeah. But it's Volchek from the OC. It's what? Volchek? <laughs> yeah, his name is Volchek. Marissa's bad boy boyfriend. You never watched that That wasn't right. What? No. I, li- I listened to Death Cab for Cutie, but I never watched the OC. That's insane. Yeah. Oh my god, it's on Stan. I, oh, well, I haven't logged into Stan yet. Oh, I did get the password though. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, 17 again. 17 again, yeah. Well, actually, it's funny. I um, saw this meme the other day that was like, very concerned that the generation of kids these days will not know Zac Efron from High School Musical, but from, um, like, Bad Neighbours or something. Shame that the creek and grab my water. <laughs> Sorry. But I was like, that is true. There are going to be a lot of kids that do not know him from High School Musical. Why would that be tragic? Well, because he's like little sweetie dance... I don't know. You know Screech died recently? Oh! From Save with Bell? He wasn't that old. He was like 44. Dustin Dunn. Last week. Why? How? Uh, lung cancer. Alright. Blue Scaboose, right? Yeah. But. They did a reboot. Did Save by the Bell. It's on stand. No way. Mm hmm. And it's still got um, the. Ah, uh, what's his. Uh, the one that had the mullet? Zach. No, Zach was the blonde one. The, yeah, the wrestler. The, the other guy. Um, yeah. What's his name? Him and the girl with blonde hair. How old are they now? Oh, like full 50. adults. Probably, yeah, probably 50. Loose. Yeah, they did a reboot. Well, they'd probably be about mid-40s because Dustin Diamond was mid-40s. Oh, yeah. Oh, but he looked very young. Yeah. I mean, they all were, right? Mm, yeah. But oh, I forgot his name. He played... Was it Kelly? No, that was a guy. I mean, girl. Huh. Don't know. <laughs> Ooh, Kelly. Uh, yeah, I, I swear his name was Zach also. I know it wasn't, but... <laughs> Imagine a TV show... Where every character is called Zach. Well, I was just going to say we're two. Like, two main characters there, have the same name. Are there any main... Is, uh, are there any shows that do have that? Well, now I'm wondering. Because it kind of could be... Nah, actually, what's the point? I think it could be comedic. Yeah. Yeah, could be. Curious now. Mm. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Do you ever just say, what was I going to say in conversation with someone when you don't have something to say? Or like, I oh yeah, I've what? totally forgotten what I was going to say. I have. I do that all the time. This stupid chair is so creepy. <laughs> the worst possible chair. I hope it doesn't just like come through. Well, it is a like, pilot. Super. It is a I'll, pilot. I'll next time not to use a swing chair next time you <laughs> allow me back on. <laughs> um, yeah, what were you saying? Oh, just that oh, I yeah, lie yeah. all the time in conversation and pretend that I've forgotten what I was going to say or I, um, just because I don't have anything. I find it really hard with people I don't know. And it's like when I have... I find it's, I find I'm better at conversing with girls a lot of the time. I, I don't mm. know. I tend to find it easier than guys a lot of, like, yeah. I don't know why but I guess all you, like you had a lot of girlfriends yeah yeah uh, feminine energy yeah but yeah I don't know I just find it's easier to talk in that sense but maybe because I don't like sports 
Mm. I don't know if that's because that's such an easy point to... Yeah, like with... I mean, especially on the coast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know, yeah. It's like a lot of time it's music for me to be like, oh, you like music? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like that's... The conversations are quite blunt, I find. It's like there's never... Yeah, like they're a bit shut off. I find like, yeah, a lot of girls I speak to kind of keep the conversation rolling when I'm just like, do you like this? And they're like, yeah. Etc. Etc. What is that? Um, is it for the Simpsons? But it's like, do you like stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they manage to keep that conversation. I feel like you used going. to say that a lot to me in like Year Nine. I would. Oh no. I was in Year Nine. You're in Year Ten. Yeah. Yeah. No, it would have been uh, Year Eleven to and Ten. You would have been Year Ten. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> the story of us meeting is very funny. Oh god. Actually, no, I think I need to clear something up with you because, okay, so Tom and I were in the same form class, which is like, what was it? It would have been 8, 9, 10, like the year levels or 10, 11, 12. Perhaps. So it was like a mix. Anyway, and you came in and you were this, oh, you were just like, Bea, 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 Bea. <laughs> you were just saying Bea, 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 which is the name of my brother's band at the time. And I was like, Wait, Bea? Like, that's my brother's band. Did you say this on purpose to get me to say that? So I that, had no idea who you were. That is insane. Yeah. That is literally insane. Because, like, yeah, I just, like, had to clear that up and be like, did he say it on purpose? No, yeah, I had literally no idea. Because you were, yeah, that is... <sighs> Funny stuff. That's fate. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I that think... is fate. Look at us now. Still friends. Uh, yeah, I think... How many years on? What, 13? Oh, about 20, 30s now. About what? <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while. It's been good. It's been a good time. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Podcasting it up. And uh, this this could be a good wrap-up. Yeah, probably. (laughs) If anyone makes it this far, (laughs) I'm concerned for them. But um, I think we've covered some good topics. Um, Yes. (laughs) I wonder how... Yeah. I don't know. I like these sort of podcasts. I, I agree. I, I've recently started listening to them and I just like, like, it's like you're just sort of in someone's conversation. Like, you know, when you're at the coffee shop or something and someone's next to you and the person you're with, you're just not really, not really talking. And then you just, you just fully go into the people next to you's conversation in your brain. Yeah. It's like they're sitting just over there. Yeah. In just the listening in. Yeah. No, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of creepy. Yeah. I, I found it was a lot easier to make conversation. Well, in, yeah, because I wanted it to just be like, super if we were just talking. Maybe I should do. Maybe my podcast should be secretly recording conversations <laughs> with friends. Private conversations. No, <laughs> no, just what conversations with friends. Although I'd probably say something really mean or something. I don't know. <laughs> we like just have to edit out the bitching, like or like bleep out the names. <laughs> yeah, like beep beep. Um, yeah. Well, we've, yeah, I think we've covered a lot of ground. Yeah. Um, it's a nice solid... You know what? It's nearly ticked over to an hour. No way. Yeah. Would you? Look at that. Time flies when you're having fun. So, we're yet to discover where the term dick came from in regards to Richard. Oh, yeah. You read that. Oh, no. Didn't, no. Oh, okay. I was just saying we... It's like a to, follow-up. Yeah, that could lead into the next podcast. Yeah. Who are you going to interview next? Um... I don't know. Maybe mum. That'd be good. You should get Maddie on the phone. 
Oh yeah, Maddie would be great because she's a like a drama teacher as well, and she's just so no um, way. Yeah, she's like English drama. Well, she's doing everything. So it's media. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> but she'll be like, oh, like she'll make sounds like that all the time. Do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> she just will. She'll just be like, oh yeah, so and then she just talk normally after that. I don't think I've ever heard her. She makes those sounds all the time. I probably like when she's in out, cheeky I mood. Weird sounds too. Yeah. Or just like laugh. Yeah. Well, it was a rocky start for us. I thought it was. Gonna- we're just gonna laugh the whole whole way through oh my god well there's like laughter therapy and stuff we could have just literally made ourselves laugh for like an hour yeah we should try that one time we should put it in shout outs at the very end (laughs) put it in shout outs no put out oh put put shout outs at the end because then and you could be like and you could get people's attention that way where you could be like so cheeky and just be like hey we mentioned this person and this person podcast. Yeah, and be like, and then, you're next. And then, yeah, exactly. And just shout them out at the end. And then they'd have to listen to the whole thing, hoping that we'd have a proper conversation about All right, um, well, who are we shouting out? Who have we spoken about? Uh, Zach Vale from In-N-Out Breathwork. Yep, nice. Also from Denver Birds. Yep. Was he in Vale? No. That was early days. All right. Um, Maddie Boyd? It's a really, like, niche market of people who don't understand like literally Anything. like you and I would probably yeah <laughs> I'm wondering how many mutual friends I have with between these people but anyway it's it's fine it's alright um oh can I plug something yeah oh wait we'll finish the shout outs Not so Maddie Boyd up at Cape York at the moment Cairns Cape York yeah Cape York Girls Academy is where she working what a <laughs> such, such a really good job I <laughs> Who else? Oh, we shouted out Dom, my bro, also from Vale. <laughs> Anyone else? Oh, I think uh, everyone else was celebrities. Kevin James, Avril Lavigne, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Um, um, there's a lot of people I would like to shout out, but if I have to shout out one person, then I have to shout out everyone. So I'm just going to shout out Zach. All right, just Zach. All right, so what was your plug? Uh, <laughs> whilst I just quickly look it up, do you have anyone else you can shout out? Um... Well, I actually was just thinking about Matthew McConaughey and how I actually just bought his biography. So maybe if we do like a episode two, um, I can tell you a bit more about him. Yeah, well, uh, did you finish the biography? No. I've got like a pile of five books. Uh, <laughs> Waiting. I get ten pages read at a time, like once a week. Do you use Audible? No, I like the physical things. <laughs> you don't have a Kindle? No. People in your fucking analog books, like I was talking to Cam about this actually. Well, shout out Cam. Oh, and shout out Alec. Which one? And Callum. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, Alec gave me good feedback on my release, and I was very happy. Oh, that's what one. Oh yeah, shout out Nathan. Mixing my stuff. Uh, may I interject? So, <laughs> Mask on Echoes is performing at in Brisbane. Details below. Ticket link in bio. No One Network presents The Basement Tea Party. 20th of February. Plan B. Which is on Charlotte Street in Brisbane. Limited capacity. Mm, headline is Scrub. And DJ sets from us. as Mask on Echoes. Thank you. 
Okay, well, now I will need to release this podcast before... Oh, yeah, the 20th. Well, the 20th, which is, um, yeah, quite soon. Mm. Quite soon. All right. It's next weekend. I've got a deadline. Yeah. That's fine. Anything else we need to shout out? This has been fun. Yeah, shout out to Melbourne for locking down when I'm about to go there next week. Cheers. Yeah. So now I'm going to be stuck on, stuck here. What's the name of your mouse? Free wall. If there's any gamers who listen. Oh, yeah, sponsored by... (laughs) Shout out Freewall. No, is is Freewall a good mouse for gamers? Oh yeah, that is the question. We've had a dispute. Yeah, we should have done that, that at, at the start. start. Yeah. I could edit. Yeah, just cut <laughs> it in. Alright. Just a question. Alright, cheers. Shut it down. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. <laughs>